Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Soft Serve Podcast. This is your old pal, Sawtooth Frank. And on this episode, number 24, we're going to talk to you about things in your life you can actually control. And we also have some shout-outs and news from our life. We talk about our favorite show, Temptation Island. Another segment of the Assholes of Whole Foods. And we introduce a new segment. Are they a sociopath? We talk about an incredibly disturbing situation. And we ask the question, is this person a sociopath? So, we... Thank you for tuning in. We hope you are enjoying the show. And if you are, please make sure you're subscribing on your favorite podcast app. Please download the episodes and please leave us a review on iTunes. And without further ado, I give you the Soft Serve Podcast. Soft Serve Podcast. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. Hi, Stomping Jen. Hi, Sawtooth Frank. Welcome to episode 24 of the Soft Serve Podcast. We did it. I love how every week you say that we did it as though it's a great accomplishment. Yeah, I'm fucking amazed every time I manage to get here and do another one of these. So that is an accomplishment in my eyes. Mm-hmm. So I'm just waiting for the moment that I stop caring about this and give up. That's not going to happen. It might happen. <laughs> There's a very high probability that that's going to happen. You think so? Yeah, we're going to have something we end up doing on a night or a day we're supposed to record, then we'll skip a week, then everything will be delayed, and then I'll just lose interest. I know I will. It's going to happen. You're so full of positive thinking there. But we'll see. Let's see if we can get through this book that we're working on, this book of lists called The 52 Lists for Happiness. And this week we're discussing list 13, which is list the things in your life you're actually able to control. So what kind of stuff can you make your bitch? (laughs) That's what this list is. Okay. So. What's on your show notes? Do we have, do we start? I'm not running down the whole thing for people ahead of time, but we got a lot of good stuff planned. Okay. We got a lot of good stuff planned. I think we will be doing another installment of the assholes of Whole Foods. That's coming up. We have another new segment. It's not, are they an asshole? It's, are they a sociopath? (laughs) So I'm going to present a situation to you and we're going to decide whether or not this person is a sociopath or not. 
Okay. If time allows, we may get to the sponge holder. What? It's on the list this time. It doesn't time. mean we're going to get to it. <sighs> I made a concession. I agreed to put it on the show notes. <laughs> but we may or may not ever talk about it again. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. It's the last thing, the very last thing on the list. So we'll see if we get to it. So before we plunge into all of this stuff, as is customary, we usually partake in a adult beverage while we record this show. Last week we were drinking whiskey. Whiskey? This week we are drinking beer, and we happen to be drinking the same beer. It is Heretic Chocolate Hazelnut Porter from the Heretic Brewing Company. In Fairfield. California. California. Not a local beer. Not a local beer. We try to support local products. Mm-hmm. But if you're from Fairfield, California, I imagine that's a local beer. It's an independent craft brewer. It's part of their brewer association. Okay. So um, they're local somewhere. They're a small independent brewery. So we're going to promote them and support them on the podcast. It's pretty good. Who knows? Maybe our um, our listenership in good old CA will increase. We got we got a we got a bunch of people out there who are listening to us. So before we get into shoutouts, news, and other things, I want to ask everybody to please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Spotify, Stitcher, get ready for it, Podbean, the Podbean app, and we haven't been listed in iHeartRadio yet, so fuck those people. No? No. I just made business cards for the podcast to hand out to people to promote it, and I did not put iHeartRadio on there, because fuck those people. Did they reject the podcast or no no nobody rejects the soft serve podcast they're just taking too long and honestly who listens to iHeartRadio anyways somebody might yeah well fuck off we don't need them so um and subscribe and any one of those um podcast listing services um download the episodes and please leave us a review now, on the last episode, I happened to say that you could leave us a good review or a bad review. <laughs> One of our listeners left us a bad review. It wasn't bad. Well, they criticized my burping and they criticized it's it's gross. They criticized something else that I did. There's something else. Anyways, I'm now saying no more bad reviews. No, you have to be open to all critical feedback. Nope. I'm not open to critical feedback. You have to be. No bad reviews. If there are bad reviews... Um, then what? Well, then I'll just yell at you on this podcast. <laughs> oh, so only good reviews, please. Only good reviews. Wait, we have another review. 
Oh, really? <gasps> we have an eighth review. Would you like to read it? It says, great, insightful podcast. I love listening on my drive into work. Of course. The car is a great place to enjoy the soft serve podcast. Great place. <laughs> so the one you were referring to previously only had one negative thing about you and a positive thing about me, which I think is what you were taking. All right, so one negative thing about me is one too many negative <laughs> things, and one positive <laughs> thing about you is one too many positive things for that review. It says, I like your relaxed vibe and beer reviews, but could live without Frank's belching. It's sawtooth. Frank, number one, <laughs> not Frank. And I don't I don't feel relaxed when I do this podcast. And it says Stomping Jen is awesome. I love this review. <laughs> if I could delete that review, I would delete it. No, don't I no. would. No. Yep. You're not allowed. It would be deleted immediately. You're not allowed. It's the wor- it's the worst review we've received. Stop. The ones that Praise my voice <laughs> and my wit are the best reviews. So, not a narcissist. More of those, please. Hashtag not a narcissist. I need to drink more of this beer so I can burp. All right. Hopefully, that will come soon. Okay. So, that's enough about reviews and subscribing and downloading. And um, also, I'll just say please tell a friend. Please tell a friend if you like the podcast, okay? We're not looking to monetize this, but um, as Stomping Jen said, I do, um, I do skew towards the narcissistic. So the more people who are listening to this, the better from from my perspective. So mm-hmm. um, tell a friend, please. All right, shout outs. We got one shout out. We're going to continue this shout out until this person actually appears on the podcast. Yay. But I'm leaving it up to you, Stomping Jen, to arrange that. Okay. Because this person <clears throat> is um, more of an acquaintance of yours, um, a friend of both of ours. But I would say I think you're more able to schedule something with this person than I am. Okay. So this person is our friend Trista, who has a blog called Real Talk and Tea. That's at realtalktea.wordpress.com. And she did a really good post recently about getting falling, re- falling off the getting work. re getting recommitted to your health by eating better and um Getting back into an exercise routine. What was? What did you want to say? I was going to say falling off the the healthy wagon over the holidays. Yeah, and the thing she pointed out in this blog that really resonated with me, that kind of got her re-engaged with her health, was her clothes didn't fit her anymore. <laughs> that happens to me all. I the time. know that humiliation. It's, <laughs> it's it is the worst feeling in the world. Mm-hmm. I got to say, like literally one of the worst feelings in the world I've ever experienced is going to put on a pair of pants you haven't worn in a while and like you can't even get them up your thighs <laughs> that has happened to me oh this was like when i was working at home yeah um for like years and i think i had gone at some point like 
12 months without actually wearing pants that didn't have an elastic waistband. <laughs> so I went to go put on like real pants and I wouldn't, I couldn't even get them up my legs. It was horrible. Real story. Yeah, absolutely humiliating. Yeah. So Trista, I feel your pain. Hashtag I am Trista. Read. <laughs> It's a new hashtag I created. <laughs> hashtag I am Trista. Uh-huh. And follow Real Talk and T. It's a good blog. Mm-hmm. com. We're going to get her on this show and we'll drink tea. Tea. We have to drink tea if she comes on the show. Mm-hmm. All right. Um This is a local podcast, right? We're based in Western Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. We usually record this on Sunday nights. Right. And this is usually. This is Sunday night. Sometimes we talk about restaurants we went to. This may not be interesting to those of you who are listening to this uh, in Michigan, for example. Yeah. But there's a chance that if you're in Michigan, you will travel to this area. And you may want to visit one of these restaurants. So this could be interesting to you. Could be. So don't skip forward. Okay. Listen to this. All right. We went to a Mexican restaurant Friday night. My favorite in this area. The kids seem to enjoy it a lot. They did. It's called Mission Cantina. It's great. I love the decor of the place most of all. Mm-hmm. So when we redecorated our house a few years ago and we were talking about our aesthetic style, that was exactly what you said. You said you wanted the house to look like Mission Cantina. Yes, and you refused to allow me to make the entire house look like a Mexican restaurant. It's true. So instead you gave me one room. What, with the orange? Yes. No, but we have skulls in the main Yeah, there are skulls all over our home. Yes. Big surprise. (laughs) Big surprise. Old Sawtooth likes the skulls. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Mission Cantina, if you listen to this podcast and you are from Western Mass or you're traveling through Western Massachusetts, go to it. It's in Amherst, Massachusetts. Also... They're opening a second location in East Hampton, Massachusetts. Awesome. So I'd say patronize Mission Cantina. I recommend the pozole. Mm -hmm. That is a stew of some kind. Yes, it's made with hominy. And then like everything else you can throw into it, basically. Yeah, it's awesome. But I will mention that if Mission Cantina is listening, and once they're done opening their restaurant in East Hampton and they feel settled they might consider a location here in lovely Belchertown is that where we record this from yes Belchertown are Belchertown. we revealing that I think we've revealed that before on this. have we I'm pretty sure and if Belchertown is listening change the fucking name no. of your town I love it no B-town. it's horrible hashtag B-town no yeah it's a garbage name for a town <laughs> It used to be called Cold Spring. And Cold that's Springs, a, yeah. That's a good name for a town. They changed it to name it after a general. Let me guess. Belcher. Was his name Belcher? Yes. Oh, God. All right. So go to Mission Cantina. It is quite excellent. Yeah, great food. Good tequila list. 
great knowledgeable bartenders. Yep. Yep. And I will say, be prepared to wait in line. Like all good restaurants, <laughs> there's usually a wait. True. You can end up waiting 40 minutes, but it's worth it. The it's food totally is, worth the it. The food is amazing. Okay. Now, I added this to the show notes at the last moment in terms of news and updates. Somebody we know suffered a roller skating injury today. <laughs> oh, God. Do you care to talk about this? Oh, my God. Have we talked about... Yes, we've talked about roller skating before. Go on. So, uh, I was having a very nice time roller skating, and um, we had met a friend, so our daughter was out skating with the friend. Let's cut to the chase. What happened to you while uh, you were roller skating? I fell skating? on my ass really hard getting off the rink. Yeah. It was painful. And... You fell so hard, in fact, that we are wondering whether or not your coccyx sustained some kind of injury, possibly even a fracture. Yeah, I did do some research. There's also something called the sacrum that could also get injured with a stress mm-hmm. fracture. I'm fairly certain I'm okay. I think I bruised or sprained something. <laughs> but now, when you decided you were going to begin roller skating again who warned you against this um it doesn't matter i enjoy it well let's just answer the question who warned you about the potential for injury yes it's just like any other physical activity i'll ask the question a third time you haven't answered it (laughs) who sitting directly across from you speaking into a microphone on the soft serve podcast warned you could you please answer the question it was you. That's right. Do you know why I warned you? <clears throat> Listen. Well, hold on. Do you know why I warned you? Because you are an anxious human being. No, because we're old as fuck and we <laughs> fall down and putting wheels on our feet doesn't help the situation. And when we fall with wheels on our feet, we accelerate more quickly to the ground and we end up fracturing our coccyx or sacrum. I knew immediately this was going to happen. I, I sat there just Waiting and biting. I knew any moment this was going to happen. And of course, today you call me and you say, I fell. I hurt myself. So it was funny because uh, the friend that we were with, she just turned, she goes, you are 41, Jen. Yep. Yep. I knew it. This was a horrible idea getting back into roller skating. Oh, I enjoy it so much. Mm-hmm. It's, I will get back in the saddle. Well, I think next time you go, you should Put get, a long, on my ass. get a long belt and <laughs> strap a pillow to your ass <laughs> and skate around. Around the potential that I land on my ass again. Yes. Yes. Horrible idea going back into roller skating. No. And I was proven right once again. No. Yep. You could... Mr. Anxiety. Hurt yourself no. doing anything. No, Mr. Unreasonable. You could fall ang- down the stairs. Mr. Unreasonable anxiety, proven right once again. That's what anxiety does. All right. Is that enough news and updates? Mm-hmm. Do you have any news or updates? Not at this moment that okay. I care to share. All right, we're gonna we're gonna plunge into our lists then, okay. and I'll remind people. This week, the list is 
List the things in your life you can actually control. Okay. Now, how did you interpret this? What was your approach? My approach? Yeah, your approach to the list. Well... I don't know. Did you have any questions about the list? Did it did it's it only, seem un, did it seem unclear to you? Well, at first I was like, well, there's only one thing that anybody can or is able to control. Only one thing? Yeah. I've got two pages of things I, I mean, can control. Inevitably, I have more things than one, but <clears throat> Ugh, really? Really. It's just gross. Like it mm. just is. <laughs> Go on. Um but ultimately, it's all about yourself. Because truly, the only thing you really can control in life is you. Um, are you the stove? You can control a stove. You can set the temperature on a stove. You can control a thermostat. You can use the... Sp- What's that thing called? Um... The speed control? Speedometer? No, on a car. What's that called? A speedometer. No, that thing. We're auto speed. You set the speed. Cruise control. Yeah, cruise control on a car. (laughs) Um, You can not fall when you're roller skating. There's lots of things you can actually control. All right. Why don't you tell me your approach to this list? I just, this didn't seem confusing to me in any way. Great. You're a very logical human being, so this doesn't surprise me in the slightest. Thank you. That seemed like a compliment. (laughs) I don't know that it was. Okay. Exactly. Well, why don't you go? Because once again, I have the longer, better list. (gasps) So so you go ahead and read your list, please. We're going to save the better list for last. Hashtag narcissist hashtag i am trista go on (laughs) don't bring trista into this go on she didn't do anything she did she wrote a great blog (sighs) that resonated with me because i once couldn't fit into pants okay we already talked about that all All right, right go on uh so i put my actions okay uh how i interact with others Mm -hmm. right like how i choose to be now Does that mean how you choose to act towards people or how you choose to react? Is there a difference in your mind? Um, Actually, I have that later. All right, go on. Sorry. It's okay. Um, My schedule. Huh. um, I have my own ability to say yes, to say no and to say yes to things I want or don't want to do. I think I have that too. For the most part. Um, Did you look at my list? No. Okay. Um, Who I choose to spend time with. Okay. um, Like what my priorities are. um, And if I, if I, if it's out of my control to choose, sorry, hold on. If it's out of my control to spend time with people that I want in person, being able to take the time to send out touches to people and that is what i like to call watering the garden touches yeah like saying hi to people sounds erotic sending out touches to people do you mean that in a um erotic sense i do not okay go on um 
how I control how I spend my time. Okay. Um, for the most part. All right. Is that it? Um, nope. Um, I put my personal items and then I put a question mark because, um, you know, we do have children. So sometimes your personal items get infringed upon. Huh. What do you mean by personal items? You know, like my hair products and my jewelry and my clothing and oh, my... I see. You know? Yeah. Um, how I take care of myself physically and mentally, like what <clears throat> food I choose to put in my body. Okay. Um, how often or what I choose to do to keep my body strong. Choosing to rest. Hmm. Um, you know, when you injure your coccyx falling <laughs> Could have been your sacrum. Uh, on a hard wooden roller skating rink floor. Um, I don't know that I'll be going to the gym tomorrow. I don't think it would be wise. Um, and then how I choose to view events and uh, like perceptions of people and feelings and reactions. Huh. Like how I choose to react to things. Okay. That's a good list. Thanks. It was a good list. I have some similar things on my list. Great. <clears throat> so, as always, um, feel free to ask clarifying questions or give commentary to anything on my list. Great. As I do when you read your list. This is a two-way street. That's a little passive-aggressive. You are a co-host. This wasn't... I thought we were beyond the passive-aggressiveness. That's a recurring meme. I see. Um, so I'll say, please feel free to do that. You are a co-host. You're you can okay, that's... comment as you feel you need to. Great. Okay. Yep. All right. First thing that I feel I can control in my life, actually control, is what I say yes and no to. Ah. You had that on your list. That's so creepy. Why is it creepy? I don't know. You should. Be sitting there thinking to yourself that, oh my goodness, I too <laughs> thought of something that a great mind <laughs> like Sawtooth Frank thought of. That's how you should be feeling. Great. When we have similar so things. So you're telling, on. you're trying to control how I should be feeling about your life. Well, it's funny. The second <laughs> thing on my list. Of things I can actually control is <laughs> yeah. your reactions to my lists. <laughs> All right. What's the second thing on your list? How I respond to people. Mm -hmm. This is very hard for me. Mm -hmm. I'm getting better at it. Um, I don't want to say too much about this, but I'm in a, I'm in a role where I am often in extremely difficult situations with people. Um, have to argue about stuff and have people tell me they're outraged by what I might have just said or angry about what I might have just said. And I'm getting much, much better about controlling kind of my internal um, responses to things. Mm -hmm. Now, I often don't succeed. Like, there'll be times when, like, somebody will leave a nasty comment in messenger 
you know, or on a Facebook page or something. It'll get me really riled up. Mm-hmm. And like, and I'll find myself typing a response. Mm-hmm. Like, so I still haven't quite mastered this. Yeah. But I'm getting better at it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's mostly because of practice, because of this other this other role that I'm in uh, related to my work where I advocate for people. Right. Um, and I have to be in like incredibly tense, difficult situations. So it's a matter of practice, I think. Um, Most people. Mastering, getting mastery over that internal dialogue and responsiveness. It's hard not to take things personally and to view things from. It is hard. It's really hard. perspective. Yeah, it's really hard. And the other thing I feel I have control over here on my list is how I feel about things. Right. Um, I do feel in a lot of way, like we do have cognitive control over um, how we feel about a situation, right? So you can, and a lot of that is a matter of uh, perspective you take on a situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example. I'm blanking. Um, well, anyways, um, I've spent enough years in therapy where I understand that when it comes to how I internally feel about something, I have control over that. I know I know the, the example I wanted to bring up. My therapist, and we were kind of talking about Um, feelings of self-worth and imposter syndrome. I might Mm -hmm. have mentioned this on a previous episode. I was explaining to him how I often find myself in a room wondering how I got there and why I'm at the table and how people think I'm a phony and a fraud. And they must certainly know that I feel that way about myself. And like he said something to me that got me to cry, actually. What was that? He said... He said, the next time you walk into a room, I just, I want you to pause for a moment and ask yourself and say to yourself, um, what's, what is there that's actually wrong with me? Mm -hmm. And tell yourself nothing. Like I was born into this world perfectly formed is who I am. And I have every right to be in this room with these other people and I'm going to go in there and not have any apologies about who I am or what I represent. And, you know, I'm, I'm, an, I'm a good person. You are a good person. Eh, I disagree. <laughs> so, well, that person who left a horrible review on our show doesn't think so. Oh, my God. So. Um, she didn't leave a horrible review. I don't know that it was a she or a he. I just said that person. I don't know their gender. <laughs> they only said you burp, and it's disgusting, and I happen to agree. So. Well, um, be that as it may, um, I learned in that moment, and it's actually something that stuck with me and I carried forward, and I say that to myself before every meeting I go into now. What um, do you say? I say to myself... There's nothing wrong with me. I have nothing to apologize for. I'm just as good as all of these other people. Mm-hmm. And I came into this world like 
who I am and I've had my experiences and they've made me who I am and I'm a good person. And it's like really actually helped me. Is that like, you know, there's that woman, there's like a Ted uh, talk about this woman who um, every time she goes to go do something or be in a meeting or whatever, she puts her hands over her head like Superman and just like doing that is supposed to like make you feel better about yourself or something. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a similar type of exercise. I don't know who you're talking about. But, so anyways, how I feel about things I have control over. Taking time for self-care. Yep, I had I have that control on my list. Of, Yep, you did. I have control over that. Um, did you have on your list not talking over the host <laughs> and waiting for the appropriate time to chime in? Nope. Okay, you should add that to your list. Um. I do. I deeply appreciate your contributions, but you should wait to chime in until after I'm done. Just like I wait. Was that on your list? You just did it. You literally (laughs) now just did the thing. I am (laughs) taking time to criticize you for. Why are you criticizing me? (laughs) Because I'm finding it publicly. I'm finding it disruptive. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're gonna have to rage quit this podcast. No, we're not. This feels great. So. Taking time for self-care. I have control over that. And I think in the past, like in the last year, I've done really good about setting aside time and committing to it. In the past, I've kind of... um, Shit. We are still recording. Um, The power went out. So we are on battery power. So we're going to keep talking. Um... The mics are still the mics on? are still going because they're running on they're running off of the laptop and oh. it's fully charged. That was super awkward. It's all right. So, um, in the past, I have kind of let life bulldoze me over and be like, "I'm too busy. I can't go to the gym." It's true. So I'll just sit on the t. I'll sit on the couch and watch TV and eat chips. Mm-hmm. I remember what I would say to you. Yep, you would. You would yell at me. Yeah. And say you really should go. But anyway, so I've gotten better. I think, especially over the last year, at learning I have control over that. Um, I talked about this a little second like a second ago. Sorry, that's a dog sneezing, and I'm also like a little. Um, thrown for a loop with the power outage but um now i'm going to be wondering when the next fucking power outage is coming um how i feel about myself i have control over that mm-hmm. right um it's one of the reasons why um you know i continue to go to therapy right right because i want to be able to be in control of that um let's see how i present myself to others that's true. That's something I have control over. Um, and I've made very deliberate decisions, like how I dress professionally, Yeah, actually, about that. Um, and I'm not knocking anybody, um, but there are, there are some people who um, are in similar position to me, which is fairly high up the organizational chain, who... You know, wear 
dress slacks and button-up shirts and ties and even suits. And I choose not to, actually. I wear the same thing pretty much every day. I wear a pair of khakis, a polo shirt, and a sweatshirt with a hood. Mm-hmm. Um, you mean a hoodie? A hoodie. I a do. Hoodie? I do. A um, zip-up? I do wear a zip-up hoodie. And hoodie. I do that very intentionally. Mm-hmm. Um, a, it's comfortable, right? Yep. Um, I feel comfortable in it. And um, I, I often feel there's a classism associated with suits and more dressy clothes, right? And I don't consider myself better than anybody hmm. that I happen to on paper supervise. Yeah. You know, um, so anyways, it's a really intentional thing on my part. I used to dress a lot nicer. Yeah. Um, but I, I've, I've decided that's a nicer is not the right word because I wear more my, business casual. Yes. I used to dress more business casual. Yes. Um, you know, but, and, and I'm somewhere in between. Right. I'm, in it, in an environment where there is no specific dress code outlined. Right. <clears throat> anyway, so that's something I have a lot of control over. That's interesting. Can I comment on that? Please do. Is that okay? Am I talking over you? You don't have to ask permission. You could just Hashtag com- passive aggressive. <laughs> hashtag no permission needed. Just hashtag talk. <laughs> uh, as long as it's not talking over me. Because <clears throat> I am the host. Anyways, I had to go through a similar, uh, I don't, I don't know, realization or self-awareness about, um, how I present myself with clients and, uh, the types of clients that I choose to work with, um, because similar to, to your, uh, saying like, you know, there's no specific dress code in your workplace um yeah um, but the clients that i choose to work with um i don't think that they should care about how i dress for the most part not that i should be dressed like you i rolled out of think bed they should care no, no 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 so like i have tattoos right and they've gotten more visible in the last couple of years and do i hide those in front of clients. I went through a real struggle with that personally. Like, so I present myself, this is who I am. Right. So, um, do I want to work with the types of more corporate type clients that would care or that would choose to care? Like if somebody would care about how I'm presented to them and they don't want to work with me because of how I'm dressed or how I'm, that I have tattoos or whatever, then they're not the right client for me. And I have that ability to be selective. Yeah. I mean, there is a lot of, um, there's still a lot of, um, classism and discrimination in the workplace based on appearance. I have tattoos, right? You know, I have a full sleeve on one arm and another sleeve in progress on the other arm. Mm -hmm. And people often ask me, you know, don't you, aren't you worried about that? 
Um, I say, no, I'm not worried about it at all. And actually, more often than not, it leads to a um, nice conversation. They make a nice icebreaker. Mm-hmm. You know, when I take off my... Um, when I take off my sweatshirt or something, if the room is too hot and I'm in my short sleeve polo shirt, people see my tattoos. But that's always an interesting thing, though, like when I'm at these high level boardroom tables and I take off my sweatshirt and reveal all of my tattoos for the first time. Like you could see people just their jaws drop and they stare at you. Mm-hmm. And I actually, um, I'm not going to say I enjoy it, but I find it like incredibly curious because you can see people struggling with um, their own prejudices in those moments. Mm-hmm. Like, cause clearly I walked into the room as one thing. Right. Right. Then you um, suddenly reveal, you know, a complete tattoo sleeve and one in progress. And they just like, they're like, this is not who I thought this person was. Right. When they sat down at the table, like you can see the transformation. Um, it's fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, anyways. Well, when I began getting tattoos too, like I intentionally got ones that were hidden. Yeah. And not visible. And it, it takes a lot to kind of break through that personal fear of people perceiving you as a specific way. All right, sorry. Yeah. I totally distracted us from your list. Yeah. And listen, we're all <laughs> prejudiced like, you know, in a sense, if you in the literal sense of the word, right? Um the second we see a person, we're forming judgments about them. Right. Right, based on what we see in front of us. Right. Prejudge. Right. So, um Yeah. So, the other thing I feel I'm in control of that I have here on my list uh, is letting people know how I feel. Like that's entirely on me. Yeah. Right. Is is vocalizing that or writing it down or mm-hmm. expressing that in some way. Mm-hmm. And that's not an easy thing to do. No. It's very difficult. You have to learn how to do that. Spending less time on devices like my phone. I'm in control of that. Right. I am. And something like that. And right now I'm terrible. I want to spend less time on my devices, like my phone. But I have a hard time pulling my way, myself away from it. It's true. Wait, it's true that I have a hard time? No, it's true. I think it's true for, for a lot of people. And, um, you know... Personally, I have the excuse of, you know, I use it for email and um, social media, which is part of my various commitments that I am involved with. And yeah, I just, but I take it to a certain level sometimes where it's unnecessary. Yeah, my new obsession is uh, Reddit mm. and the public freakouts subreddit. I don't know what that is. It is videos of people losing their shit in public. Like trashing, <clears throat> trashing game stops or what? attacking people who work at McDonald's or um, having um, methamphetamine freakouts in the middle of a street and punching light poles. 
Like horrible, horrible stuff. That sounds like a giant rabbit hole. Oh my God. It's not even... It's, what's worse than a rabbit hole? It's like a black hole. It's a vortex. It is a vortex. It's a horrible, horrible vortex. All right. Um, let's see. <laughs> I'm in control of how much time I spend with my family. Um, I'm in control of my compulsive emotional eating and drinking. <laughs> I can control all of that. Yeah, it's true. And I do. I do both of those things sometimes. You control them or you don't control them? I don't control them. I engage in them against my better judgment sometimes. Isn't that the same as being in control of your self-care? No, I see that as different. I see that as being in control of my (laughs) anti-self-care. Yeah. Okay. Um, Learning stuff, keeping my mind engaged. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm in control of that. You know, I'm always looking for a new project, a new interesting thing to do. Mm-hmm. That's why I think this podcast is going to die. Why? Because I'm going to be looking for something new at some point. Maybe it'll evolve. How will it evolve? I don't know. What could it evolve into? Why, why are you looking to the future? Why not just be present in the moment and the now? Because the present and the now feels so unsatisfying. There's something better out there. Mm, You're in control of that. Being present. Hmm. You think so? Yes. I don't know about that. What if this is a simulation? I'm oh, not... no, 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 no. What? No, we're not what? going down that vortex rabbit All right, hole. All right, fine. That'll be another. We'll do a simulation podcast. Uh, fine. Okay. Not letting the green-eyed monster, a.k.a. also known as jealousy, drive my decisions. And social media plays a big part in oh. this. You mean like FOMO and stuff? Not FOMO, just like thinking everybody has a better life than me. It's, it's Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then you like, that's, what do I say to you all the time? I don't know. What do you say all like, the time? Like you never know really what's happening with people. I know. What's really, really happening with us? <laughs> do I know what's really happening here? Yeah, I think you know what's happening here. You just said you never really know. I said other people's house. OPP. Is this, this podcast, is this just a version of a Facebook post? Like, are we fooling people? People might be saying, those two married people, they're not really like that. This is a gimmick. This is a show. I don't know. I'd like to hear from the people who know us who listen to this about whether or not... But what if this isn't real? (laughs) What if this is a simulation? No, 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 no. What if this podcast is... No, I'm shutting it down. Now. Okay, but what if this... Stop. (laughs) Stop with the simulation. Okay, fine. Put it on the show notes for next week. All right, fine. Fine. But there may be people out there who don't think this is genuine. Great. That this is some kind of act that we're doing. Are you done with your list? Uh, The list is done. Great. The list is done. Thank 
But what would you say to those people? Like, what if this is just a version of a Facebook post? This isn't really us. What if this is not us? What if we're not even really married? Oh, my God. Okay, wait. Stop. What's next week? Oh, then list next week that we're going to do. I usually read that at the end, but I'll I'll allow this change in procedure. Oh, no. We're on a whole new section of the book. We move on to a new section of the book called Acknowledge. So we've moved on from Reflect... Now we're in the acknowledge section. And honestly, the next list feels like it's reflecting again. List everything you feel passionate about? Yeah, that's reflecting. Didn't we already fucking do this? Uh, that was like the first fucking list we did. No, it's the things that make you feel happy. Okay, well, I don't feel passionate about anything. So Great, there's so we're no- not going to do a list next week. We just talk about simulation theory the whole time. <laughs> All right. For those of you who think no. that would hold on, I just want to make one comment. For you those of you who think that would be a boring conversation, I ensure you uh, it will be a fascinating conversation. And we very well mathematics We're not talking about it. It's not in your right, show fine. notes. Alright. But uh, mathematics suggests we're probably living in a simulation. Anyways <laughs> I'll talk more about this later. Oh my god. In a simulated future that we're going to all be in. All right. That was the things in life we're actually in control of. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to get through all the stuff on this list. Right, the next so- thing I had was some TV and movie reviews. Yeah, let's not do those. None at all? Well, because you're just going to spoil it for people who haven't seen these things. You can do a non-spoiler review. Let's just at least talk about Temptation Island. Oh, okay. We can do that. Our favorite show. So (laughs) if you don't know the premise of Temptation Island, let's just say, like, I I feel like a horrible person for watching this show and liking it. I feel like we've talked about Temptation Island in a previous podcast. Oh, did we? All right. Anyways, the basic premise is they take these four couples who are in a inflection point in their relationship. None of them are married. They're dating. They've been living together, some of them, for years. And they put them on a island, Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And um, the basic premise is the, the different partners then are exposed to... Um, singles. Singles and allowed to... Mingle. Mingle with the singles. And, you know, it's just, it's just salacious and, um, exploitative television at its finest. Yeah. Exploitative? You just added like an extra. I think I'm actually right. Um, English nerds, please check us. Is it exploitive or exploitative? Okay. Go on. Anyways. Um. It's terrible. No, it's great. The season finale was last week, and it was a two-parter. It wasn't just last it was, week; it was two yeah, weeks, two in parts, a row. and all but one of the couples broke up. Mm-hmm. One. Oh, we shouldn't spoil it. In no, case people want to watch. This is it. a non-spoiler review. You can talk about it. One couple who seemed like maybe they weren't going to go the distance made it. Yep, it was great. True. Good show, actually. Yeah. I recommend it. Yeah. Do you want to give a little bit of the theme song? You're not gonna tip me. 
I why think... am I the one that always sings? You have a better voice than me. No, I don't. <laughs> Should I try it? Yeah. Count me in. One, two, three. You're not gonna take me. That was horrible. <laughs> Anyways. Maybe anyway, um, that's how it goes. Let's see. We also watched the Motley Crue biopic the dirt yeah that was good that was excellent yeah i didn't know anything about molly crew because i'm not a huge yeah i mean molly crew um crew head. slight spoiler alert they're all still alive and it's amazing they're all still alive <laughs> anyways it was it was entertaining yeah, i enjoyed it it was good all right so i do want to do um i do want to do our new permanent or semi-permanent segment now, before, before, um, sorry, I'm shifting my weight here in the podcast studio on the couch I'm sitting on. It's very uncomfortable. Um, the assholes of Whole Foods. It's the assholes who shop at Whole Foods. All right, so here's the scenario I want to propose to you. I have seen this more than once. Whole Foods has a five items or less lane. Okay? Now, for some reason, people at Whole Foods will get in that line with more than five items. And now I've seen them. They will have, for example... Eight items, and two of those items will be multiples of the same thing, right? Yep. So, um, for example, the last time this happened, there was a person in front of me in the line. They had, like, nine items, okay? Yep. And... They had like two bottles of the same brand of wine. So they were identical bottles of wine. Okay. Like three avocados. Okay. Right? And um, like maybe um, like something else that was identical, right? Multiple okay. identical items that they're trying to count as the same item. I feel like they kind of are. No, that's bullshit. (laughs) No. An item means an individual object. Okay? You can't get in a five items or less lane with ten bottles of the same kind of wine. Why do you think they have a five item? It seems so arbitrary. It's the express line for people getting food on the buffet, No, well, there's this other mysterious fucking line called the express line. Yeah, how many items? It doesn't have an item limit. It's just an express line. It's just called express line. Nobody knows why it's supposed to move faster. No, it's gotta be a thing. Anyways, back to my issue. Mm -hmm. These people who get into the line with multiples of the same item and try to count that as one are assholes. I'm not sure I agree. uh, (laughs) Defend your position. I'm just, like, I worked in retail, so, like, if you have two of the same item, sometimes it's like a buy one, get one, so you have to buy 
Here's why I know they're assholes. Why? Because the person at the register scans each item separately. That's why it's actually a separate item. Mm -hmm. Each skew is scanned separately. Mm -hmm. They're assholes. Okay. And it drives me crazy. I'm sorry. Do you say anything to these people? No, I sit there and I seethe silently at them (laughs) and glare. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I look at my items and double count them to make sure I don't have extra items. Because mm-hmm. you usually have like two bottles of water. Yeah, but I know they're separate items and I count them as separate. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so enraging. I'm sorry. It's asshole behavior and I've only seen it at Whole Foods. That's not true. It happens at all. Stores. No, I've only seen this particular behavior at Whole Foods. It's because you don't go shopping at Stop and Shop. Well... That's it. That's That's this week's segment of the assholes who shop at Whole Foods. Okay. It's the assholes who shop at Whole Foods. We're going to have to get, like, other people's stories about... Oh, I have a long list before we have to do that. I'm curious about what other people think. Okay, well... If you if you have a story, let us know. Yeah, let us know. How can they let us know? Do you have they, an email? I have a Twitter, Soft yeah. Serve Pod. You can just hashtag it. Hashtag assholes of Whole Foods at Soft Serve Pod. That'll get to me. Okay. Okay? So send your assholes who shop at Whole Foods stories to yeah, us. Yeah, I want to hear them. All right, we have another segment that I want to introduce. Right. And it's really a question. Are they a sociopath? I'm going to propose a scenario to you. Okay. And I need you to tell me if the behavior I'm describing, that person is a sociopath. What is a sociopath? Maybe we should define that. It is a person who doesn't, feel empathy for others, has narcissistic personality disorder, um, is abusive, doesn't have any respect for society's norms and conventions. Okay. They basically think they can do whatever the fuck they want. A lot of sociopaths um, turn out to be CEOs Mm -hmm. or C-level kind of um, employees and corporations, or they turn out to be serial killers, mm-hmm. right? Or other types of um, career criminals, okay? Right, that um, prey on uh, the vulnerabilities that come along with following society's rules, okay? Right, scam artists, that kind of thing, okay? All right, so. It's recently come to my attention that somebody I know doesn't use regular plates at their house. They only use paper plates. Okay. Because they think regular plates can't be cleaned. Okay. Is that person a sociopath? No. I disagree. I will tell you why. Go on. This is the same as the difference between disposable diapers and cloth diapers. 
It's not because you don't shit on your dinner plates. Yeah, but you eat off of them. Okay. But you're not shitting on the plates, cleaning them, and then eating off of them. Are they compostable plates? No, these are just this kind of run-of-the-mill, non-compostable, disposable plates that you get at the supermarket. Are you sure? 100% sure. This person doesn't shop at a place that would sell compostable plates. Mm, I would suggest that that person get compostable plates. Now you're compensating for the person. The I question don't know is who the person is. Anyways, I I take issue. Okay. Claiming that regular ceramic or china plates can't be cleaned. Mhm. So therefore you need to use paper plates for every meal or paper bowls and plastic spoons and forks for oh, they use plastic spoons yeah forks. they don't use any kind that's of that's pretty wrong because right? it's plastic it's compostable i would have less of an issue with right but what i was saying is it's about the claim that a regular plate can't be washed why can't a regular plate be that's washed? what they're claiming nobody knows why dishes then no they would they would say you can't clean it. You it doesn't clean. ever Glass get clean. Glass is non-porous. Right? This person's a sociopath. Uh, I don't know that sociopath is the right word. Would you walk alone with this person in a park at night? Yeah. You probably. would? I yeah. wouldn't. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's disturbing behavior. It's, it's, it's incredibly disturbing behavior. If you ask me. It might be a little OCD, but... No, it's not OCD. I don't know. I'm going to have to disagree. All right. Um, we did have the sponge holder on you the list. You could use but the we sponge. we are at an hour. But you could use the sponge to clean the dishes. The shows have been going too long. So we're not going to be able to get to the oh, conversation so to about the, show notes the sponge holder. If we get to it. If we get to it. We're going to put it at the top next time. I set the show notes in the agenda, so right. we'll see where it ends up. All right, so, we'll see. what I will say to everybody is, thank you for listening. <laughs> I love how you just cut me off. It's my show. <laughs> uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't somebody tell you how excellent it sounds? Could you please share that feedback? I'm just gonna stop. You're gonna stop what? You want to end it? End it. We Wait, don't have to talk about just, the how, What did that person say about how great the show sounds? Yeah, it had great production quality. You're welcome. Who produces the show? Oh, boy. Yours truly, Sawtooth Frank. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I will say here, again, is if you enjoy the show, the Soft Serve Podcast, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Listen on Spotify. You can stream it. Um, get it Pod. on Podbean. Um, fuck iHeartRadio. And download. Leave us positive reviews only, please. No negative reviews. Okay? Any review you'd like. Nope. I give you permission. Nope. And that's it. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you all, especially the people in Michigan. I don't know what the fuck is up with Michigan. <laughs> we got a ton of people listening in Michigan for some reason. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hi, Michigan. Yeah. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal. 
All right. Michigan J Frog. Oh, is that Michigan J Frog? Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. It's not frog enough. It doesn't sound enough like a frog. You know what I'm talking about, right? But anyways, Michigan, we feel you. Okay? Thanks for listening, Michigan. So, without further ado, I say to you, bye now.